Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Empowered Hormones podcast. This is actually my first one recording back in the new year actually. So this one should be released uh, next week. I try to record them a few days in advance or depending on when guests kind of I can make things happen. I work around that, which is great. Um, It's really nice to have someone else on the podcast, but then, I mean, I love talking, so I don't mind recording podcasts by myself as well. They just obviously are a little bit more work. Um, But also for me, it's understanding what topics you want to learn about. And when I put polls up on Instagram, like I did today for you all, it was like, what do you want to learn? Do you want to learn something? Do you want to resonate and hear about my story? Because I know for me, when I was seeing practitioners, I actually loved hearing their stories and knowing that they had been through what I was going through because it's, it's, I don't know, when I was seeing GPs and gynecologists and immunologists and all these specialists, they had no idea, you know, like without being sexist, a lot of them were males, white collar males, and they just you know, take this pill, take these, you know, um, progesterone or whatever, and you'll be fine. And I'm like, you don't know what I'm going through, or you don't know what my gut's like right now. You don't understand how much this is affecting me. So I think it's, it is nice to get some perspective with that person, you know, that you're seeing and that you feel like you can connect with them and trust them. And I've seen a lot of naturopaths as well. And also knowing that, yeah, they've had a lot of experience or they have been through those things so that they understand and they have first-hand experience you know it's it's different for someone saying take this laxative but if they've never taken it themselves and they don't know how much it can impact your gut then it's a little bit hard to gel with them sometimes and because it's really important for me to connect to my clients and I'm all about community and connection and making friendships with my clients as well because I want them to be able to feel open to reaching out with me but at the same time there needs to be boundaries because I need them to listen to me and respect me as well and not just treat me like a mate which I know these guys don't um but at the same time you know like I've done so much research and I spend so much time reading and learning and understanding these topics and things that are going on as well so it's yeah it's nice to know I don't know I found it was nice to know that my practitioners and the lady who really helped me had been through a lot herself as well so she was like yeah I I get that I still get skin issues or I still get this it's not perfect but it's nothing like what it used to be and I can live a great life 95% of the time so and I think that's really important uh, I just want to let you guys know that the Gut Health Solution has had some amazing changes to it so the GHS program um if you jump onto our website you can see that there's actually self-paced and then there's also the live rounds. so the live rounds 
uh, the first one's kicking off end of February, so make sure you're on the pre-sale list for that one if you want to in the live round, because that was a huge success last time, and I did or have released a podcast with um, Danae on that, and that was really great, but we had so much fun, the women all learned so much, um, everyone's really supportive to each other as well, so I do... I love that and the food was really great um just everything about it the feedback was just phenomenal i should um, try and share some of that somehow but everyone learned so much which i love so i've turned it into self-paced where you can actually walk through those six steps of healing by yourself but then there's also those six bonus modules on blood testing on fodmaps on stool testing hormone testing all those things that everyone has questions about there's some stuff in thyroid there cholesterol in there so it covers covers sorry a large range of topics uh, so if you just want to jump in and go do it go for it it's there work through it if you do it self-paced it's cheaper but then you have the option um to upgrade when the live round comes around again so you can actually work through it and then go you know what i really miss the community aspect i just want to jump in for that you can for an extra 97 dollars just jump in and join the next three months because you only have access to the program for three months at a time uh, so yeah go over have a look at that um, but otherwise the live round does kick off end of feb so make sure you signed up to get a hold of that and then we work together as a group and um, you go through those stages of healing together you have accountability buddy and it is really nice the community is really nice um, the connections are really nice the live calls are really fun i do think you get more out of the community aspect but i know that there's some of you who are just wanting to make a change right now then go start it and you'll be you know well you're a couple weeks into it by the time feb comes around give yourself a reboot and go again because your gut's never completely healed let's be honest that's what i'm talking about today when is it healed when is it not healed and how long does it take to heal your gut okay so anyway go over have a look at the gut hormone solution flip me a dm on instagram if you have any questions but you can grab the self-paced one straight away otherwise uh, sign up for the wait list for the february one because that'll be really great to have these guys on board for that as well so today's a little bit of a different podcast. Um, I'm talking about my story and then I'm also asking three questions that have come up um, over Instagram and also some other places as well. So I do like to address frequently asked questions or things that come up and I do have a long list of them uh, just from the Gut Health Solution and things that people commonly ask. So I do ask you if you do have questions, please, email me message me on instagram go hey sherigan can you just address this in your next podcast because often on instagram i'll either send you a voice message reply but it's sometimes it's not in depth enough um because i just don't have the time but if i'm sitting down to report a podcast it's a great way to get the extra snippets of information in for you so let me know or if there's something you really want to learn about i have my fingers in lots of different areas with research and books and stuff that you know you may not have time to read or access to or whatnot and be like hey sheridan why is this happening or why is that happening can you address that in a podcast and just break that down for me more than happy to I'm here to educate and empower. It's what I do and it's what I love. So the more you ask, the more I can give. Now, today I wanted to talk about my gut healing journey briefly and just how it's an ongoing process. So 
my gut symptoms got really bad uh, when I was 17, 18. I went to Bali. I got really sick, got some food poisoning. I uh, got a parasite bacteria overgrowth. Did not know it at the time. I just knew that I was severely constipated, a lot of pain in my gut, a lot of bloating. And then I also lost my periods and was really, really stressed as well. So it took me probably, I don't know, six, seven years to heal my gut and for my gut to be what it is today, which from my last GI map or stool test is, you know, abundance of good gut flora, but still a couple, maybe two sort of overgrowths that are not ideal that I've just treated recently as well. A um, little bit of low immune response, which I know is just from stress because I am a stressor and that's why I lose my period all the time. Um, so that side of things was, yeah, it took a long time to actually find someone to run the right right testing. And that's why my gut healing journey is years, because of the practitioners I was seeing and because of the finances of running the testing and also because I didn't know who to go to. By the time I found this lady, I had seen flip like five, six, seven doctors. I'd seen immunologists, I've seen gynecologists, I'd seen, you know, specialists for everything it felt like. So it took a long time to find the right person. I'd seen a lot of different um, functional GPs as well, but stool testing was never pushed on me. They were all doing more of methylation and sort of energy production and just different, um, I can't think of the name for it right now, bio practitioner type stuff. But what I needed was someone to go, everything starts with the gut, let's get your gut right first and go, go and get this stool testing. I know it's expensive, but Sheridan, it's what you need and it's going to give you the answers. But no one was, no one was doing that and no one was pushing it on me. So I didn't realize how important it was. I just thought, oh, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. Like I was studying. I was over in Queensland. Like I had a lot of stuff on my plate. Um, I was quite stressed with a lot of things. Also, yeah, wasn't having my period and stuff. So there was a lot of different elements. And that's why I was struggling to pinpoint where do I start? You know, like women come to me now and they're like, oh, I've got high cholesterol and I've got thyroid issues. And I'm losing my hair and I'm really fatigued and I'm bloated. And I've got IBS. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, can we just stop for a moment and go, you're making me feel overwhelmed. Let's go, what is the number one thing right here, right now? It's sorting out your gut because from there, we can work on everything else. But if that's not right, if those foundations are not right, it's going to be really, really hard to fix everything else. So start with the foundation, start with the basics, start with your gut, get some testing done. And that was the other thing, you know, this lady was treating stuff. I, mean, I think you've got parasites or I think you've got candida, never did any testing. So I went on so much candida stuff and parasite stuff and different rounds of things because I had no idea what was actually going on with my gut. Spent thousands, thousands on different supplements and appointments and things. And that was stressful in itself. So Find someone who's willing to run the test and be ready to do the test. If you're not ready to do the testing, then maybe wait and save up the money to can do the testing because seeing someone without testing is really tricky because neither of you have solid data to work from, but also you can't walk away to someone else and say, this is what I had, you know, like clients come to me now and they're like, oh, I've done this treatment and that treatment. I'm like, okay, but what, what did you actually have? Like, have you cleared that? Oh, 
I don't know, we haven't done any testing. Oh, right, okay, that's the very first thing you need to do. And that's why my healing journey took so long because I didn't find the right person to run the testing for me or with me. So there are cheaper ways of starting to work on your gut health. You can listen to free podcasts, you can do research, you can read blogs, you can try supplements, you can follow people on Instagram, and that's all awesome. But free content only gets you so far. And that's how it's designed to be, you know, like I couldn't give away all my secrets, right? And I do pretty much. There are no secrets, let's be honest. Um, Everything's in the gut health solution or in my nutritional strategies for IBS program. It's all there, but you need accountability and you need the testing done. And that's why you're coming to work with me one-on-one because you go, Sheridan, I've tried it. I've done it. Let's let's do this properly. You know, if you're not at that point, then, you know, something like the gut health solution is perfect for you. Do it self-paced. Do it yourself in your own time. Remove those triggers. Re-add them in. Find out what they are. Start healing your gut lining. Add in the right supplements. Perfect. But if this has been going on and you're tired of guessing, then that's when, you know, one-on-one and functional testing really plays a role, especially when there's a lot of different issues and you feel really overwhelmed because it is an overwhelming feeling knowing that there's so many different triggers in your body as well. Um, And, you know, self-research is good. I rate it 110%. Always do your own research. You'll get a second opinion or, you know, look around. That's great. But have something to back it with. Have hair trace mineral analysis like have the minerals in your body have the blood work done have the stool testing done have the hormone testing done so you know what you're working with because this is your body it's the only one you've got and you damn well better take care of it because it's it's what you've got forever so (laughs) that is my rant i am done podcast over no not quite anyway you you get what i'm saying so that's why mine went on for so long because We found more and more things as well. Once I started doing the large intestinal um, bacterial overgrowth stuff, so once I'd done the stool test, I suspected SIBO because I wasn't getting better on the large intestine stuff. So then doing a breath test with that, treated that SIBO, um, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, so I won't get into it, but has other root causes. So finding out what's actually driving it is really, really important. and saying, you know, like your hormones are always shifting, your gut's shifting. If you're having kids, if you get really sick, if you take antibiotics, all that stuff, remember it's a microbiota balance. You need to nurture it with good food and continue to look after yourself, okay? So there is no clear one answer. This is how it's going to work. Work with me for three months and you're done. No, minimum six months. And also, you need to know that it's a long-term goal. Most of you are coming to me saying that you've had gut issues for as long as you can remember. Sometimes maybe kind of give them a bit more definite, like eight to ten years, but it's it's more than a year, right? So you can't expect to heal that in a couple weeks. It's it's a long-term thing, and I specifically ask that of women before we start, like, okay, What's your time frame for healing? Because this stuff takes time, okay? So making sure you're aware of those things is really, really important as well. Um, and then one of the questions um, women often ask, so this is just going into that frequently asked question section, is I'm looking to get some of the blood testing work done. So if you want to have a look at the hormones in your body, for example, and I'm on birth control, Zoli, and I've only had a withdrawal bleed, which doesn't really happen anyway, every three months, why? when do you recommend having the testing done in that scenario? So 
Blood testing for hormones on birth control doesn't really tell you a lot, but you can do other things in the body. You can, you know, look at cortisol levels or DHEA or just, you know, some of your mineral balances you can test. But for something like estrogen and progesterone, I would rather you be off the pill for two to three months first, have a couple cycles, or if you're not having cycles, get some testing done. So some of those, um, maybe some of those PCOS ones, LH, FSH, um, prolactin, those kind of things where you can actually go, okay, what's going on? Insulin, is there insulin resistance? Um, is there inflammation? So I would wait a couple months and then get your testing done. Something like the Dutch test, uh, again, wait a couple months. The urine test, that is the best marker for any hormones. If you have any hormonal imbalances, that is definitely the best place for you to start. Uh, someone else said, I've definitely found lactose itself to be a trigger for me. I've had lactose-free dairy products, or lactose-free or dairy-free products. Um, oh, lactose-free dairy products have got you, like milk, like lactose-free milk. Okay, don't mind me. <laughs> um, but get a very bad reaction to even the smallest amount of dairy, okay? I noticed this when my endometrius was quite bad and haven't been able to have it since. I've recently had a laparoscopy and can have surprisingly small amounts now. Items with trace of milk or is uh, one of the last listed ingredients. Okay, I've heard those two are connected, right? So basically what she's asking is, is there a connection between the milk intolerance? Um, so not lactose specifically, but milk protein and endometriosis. Yes, because endo is an immune response. Now, not everyone who has an autoimmune condition can't handle milk, but it can aggravate your immune system. And in something like the autoimmune protocol, so the AIP diet, gluten and dairy are two of the big ones that are removed. In a lot of your thyroid issues, uh, gluten and dairy are removed, especially gluten because it can mimic um, the thyroid issue. But Dairy can definitely be a trigger for endo and it can inflate that immune response and it can be hard to digest in people, but that usually comes down to the lactose rather than uh, um, inflammation flare-up. So if you do have endo, then I would be thinking about getting a Dutch test done anyway to look at those estrogen pathways because you've got to understand what's driving the endometriosis. Yes, there is an immune component there where it's very responsive, but also there's usually gut stuff going on, which is making your hormones angry. Um, but then also often there's high estrogen. So are you clearing that estrogen effectively? What pathways is it going down through the body? Is it phase one? Is it phase two? How can we support them? Because you don't want to keep having surgery with your endo as well. So make sure you look deeper get a Dutch test done, get a GR360 or a proper stool test done so that you can actually get some answers and start healing your body properly. And then someone asked about men's hormones and gut health. Yes, yes, I love this. Thanks for asking. I actually work with a few men, but they're always partners uh, or husbands of my clients. Uh, just a little policy I have because it makes it easier for me because without being rude about it. I have had some weird experiences with males, but also I find it easy when partners are doing it together. So I've run stool testing in males and SIBO testing in males, breath testing, but also hormone testing because there can 100% be adrenal 
fatigue, burnout in men as well and it is a massive thing that I do see and I have dealt with a lot of men like I said with gut issues but men don't always talk about it as much as females. Females you know we might talk about our periods or our gut or feeling bloated. You may not go oh I'm so constipated but you talk about that bloating and the uncomfortable feeling or not looking good in a dress because you look pregnant but men don't really talk about that in the same way so if your partner is struggling with stuff like that i've seen recently um a lady done a breath test and it actually came up quite severe she had um the hydrogen and sulf uh, hydrogen and methane SIBO overgrowth but her husband has exactly the same symptoms as her and I'm like you've got to get him tested because you both if you've both got SIBO or parasites or bacteria work on it together it's so much easier doing the elimination diet and I literally did a post on this on Instagram the other day it's so much easier doing it with someone else than doing it by yourself so think about that um and think about you know men can drink uh no eat or drink differently than females as well so what are they eating what are they drinking are they being conscious of these things but then also do they have bacteria overgrowths because they're just as prone to it as females even though more women get ibs than men statistically um but it's definitely a hundred percent still a thing Anyway, I hope that was helpful. Uh, let me know if you have any questions on anything that I've talked about. Please leave me a little review. I really, really appreciate it. Um, on, I don't know if you can do it on Spotify. I think they're introducing it at the moment. But please leave me a review on Apple. I would love you eternally. Um, and thanks for listening. Please reach out on Instagram if you have any questions. And of course, make sure you jump to the show notes on my website and look at the next intake for the gut health solution or if you're like Sheridan I'm just over it I want to get to the root cause I'm sick of guessing and I'm sick of these ongoing symptoms please please book a free 15 minute health chat talk it through with me so that I can point you in the right direction whether it's the gut health solution or whether it's time for you to get some functional testing done Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.